Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Blast From Cast From. Usually a music podcast, but last year uh, we covered WrestleMania, which we have elected to do again this year, or at least <laughs> I had assumed that uh, we've all watched WrestleMania, and by all, um, I'm going to introduce myself. Uh, I'm Kurt Throuder. I'm joined once again by Matt Tabletop. Um, hello. Hello there. Yes, I was uh, I was wrangled into watching this uh, stupendous um, spectacular of two nights, and I regret every second of watching. Anyway, let's not poison just yet. And of course, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, Jerry Mack. Mm. I haven't felt this ill since I went to Texas in a barbecue-eating contest. I feel full of it. Speaking of Texas, so Dallas, Texas. Mm. Russellmania 38, if we're going to go the pronext... The, oh, the, the cor- pronext. The pronext, the correct Vince McMahon pronunciation. This is how he pronounces it. Russellmania. May I ask, before we get uh, we get deep into this, um, is it going to be just match by match, or you just want to do a general synopsis as we go along? Oh, it's uh, match. So many- well, <laughs> the, there's, I mean, not necessarily match by match, but we'll go in a, we'll go in relatively chronological uh, order. So if you've got something pertinent to say about a particular moment, um, be it in mm. night one or night two, that's right. This uh, this was eight hours. Uh, we we mm. want to do a review of this, and uh, we just go as quickly as we can through the whole thing. Please. Please Holy. make it make it snappy. Did, just uh, did anyone do any fast forwarding, or did you just sit with it? Like, not once. <laughs> no. Not once. I watched it. every single moment. <laughs> I didn't even realize what it was at one point. I just had all these. There was dancers. There was at one point there was a giant man with no eyes. <laughs> that kind of sums it up for me as well. Right, Dallas, Texas, night one. Um, of course, they start off with the old uh, the Shining Sea song that they usually do. Uh, by um, who was it? Jolly Hamburger. I've got the the, the note here. I don't, wow, <laughs> I don't know if that this, was accurate. This was weird. This was weird too because like it happened on both nights, which was like, in case you didn't know, these people are famous because they've done a, a B C D whole list of achievements. It was very odd. Like never heard of them before, but literally both introduced like we had never heard of them before, but like in a pandering way. The most stupendous. Uh, two night WrestleMania in history, according to Marky Mark. What? What does he have to do with with, with uh, Dallas, Texas? I thought he was a Bostonian. Is that is it? They, they can't now get John Cena, mm. so they, they can get Mark Wahlberg instead. They needed power and Musk and someone who represented America. And that's Mark Wahlberg. Cheerleaders next. Uh, this is all very America, isn't it? Jerry? This is this is what happens in America all the time, isn't it? Mm. Every sporting event outcome the ladies, and we like to watch. First, uh, oh, here we go. The WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, here we go. It is uh, Shins. Is this where you regret um, agreeing to review WrestleMania again? Is that kind of... It did. When you can't even get through the, the identification of one of these title oh, belts. This, well, again... The Schwamschli, Schlomslom, Flomflam, Flimflam title belt the thing and things championships um that was Na- shinsuke nakamura and rick boogs i'd like to think that rick boogs looks a little bit like me i saw some resemblance a big mustached uh, muscle bound powerful um, fellow they they were against the the usos what was with the guy at the stud on the table he seemed overexcited for no reason on the table jumping up and down who was the, oh was this the commentator? whose brother was he 
This is this um is the Pat, Ma- Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I don't know why he was excited. That who says one? All right. Um, <laughs> you forgot was, the best part. The guy tried to do some sort of lifty and burst his knee. That's, oh, that's, was that was yeah. that could, was that real or was that? I think that was apparently that was real. If you if you look close, you can see some curling of the muscle. Well, um, I I thought he. I just assumed he was a very convincing actor. So Uso's one uh, knee shattered to bits, apparently. Um, and the SmackDown Tag Team Championships stay where they are. The next one, a little bit of a video package for Happy Corbin. Did you watch um, that video package? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you? So on the... Uh, See, s- no, you, you, what you're going to run into is like, did you watch things that were awful? And you know I did. <laughs> So stop asking. Okay, I'll stop right. asking. So I'll assume I'll assume Just, any things that were terrible you, were watched. The only thing, yeah, the only things I actually skipped was some of the entrances because um, it was just too much. It was it was way too much. It was too much pageantry. Um, and if there was any terrible things, I thought, well, I don't want to be the guy on the, the. I don't. I don't want to do the, the other guy that always doesn't watch stuff. But um, I was like, oh god, I've got to, I've got to absorb this and and be part of it, so I can I can I don't it wasn't even that it made me feel angry. It's just I wanted to make sure that I saw what was holding me up in traffic. It was that kind of rubberneck moment of you need to make it worthwhile queuing this long. There's no point in looking away at the last second once you pass the traffic. Well, I was just proud for you guys that your prime minister came out with his weapon of choice and cut the ring like a true general. <laughs> true. Uh, Drew Scotland McIntyre um, yeah. came Drew out. Ki- Drew Kilt Sword, um, <laughs> Slicey Ring, apparently that is Scotland. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't come out with a haggis under his arm. Uh, really, and also, <laughs> that was the bendiest sword I've ever seen in my life. So that's the highlights from this match. We this, don't need to talk about much about it. They seem to be fighting over this sword. Is this another championship? Is it like Highlander? There can be only one. So I. this is where I was kind of... Like regarding, did you, did you did you think there were some sort of special powers that came with owning the sword? I just, <laughs> I just wondered what because it was over the sword. Something was something happened with the sword. It was something about Las Vegas and the sword. I was just like thinking, look how many people are watching this <laughs> in that in that stadium. Yeah, it's quite a collection of losers like us. <laughs> I mean, we decided to watch it for a purpose. I guess the arguable about whether this is a true purpose or not. Um, but they paid hey. to get there. Um, Drew McIntyre won. Sword on the ropes, chopped the ropes. <laughs> Did a splitty to the, the really oily guy in the, the dungarees. Madcap Moss, is that his name? Oh, the suspenders man. Yeah. Yeah. Oily, oily suspenders. Scared him. Yeah, he he had every opportunity to escape. We're talking, we're talking about this match way too much. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> I could go on about how oily and swordy things were. Stupid. It just upset me. It was just stupid. <laughs> the Rey Mysterio family um, versus The Miz and uh, Logan Paul. Which one is he? Is he the... I mean, I was going to say, is he the awful one? But there's one that mm. went out into some Japanese... Uh, yeah, I believe he's the Suicide Forest guy. <laughs> okay, so that's this guy. Now he's getting paid WrestleMania money. Yeah, he had like a Pokemon £5 million or dollars or whatever card around his neck. But I, I, did, I did laugh because I was like... It's just like when anyone, anyone buys expensive glasses or expensive watches and you almost want to see them, or if they've got expensive shoes, like accidentally step in or if they open a heavy door and their watch breaks, and you kind of you you would drink the look in their face like for years. Imagine the pleasure of seeing like like a real and his Pokemon card around his neck, and just some Ned runs up and takes it. You would, oh, 
God, I could dine on that for years. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's so much pleasure in that. Sp- spite. Hey, he's, he's made success <laughs> with his um, question. The human race has made someone successful like that, and he has enough money to basically sort of wipe his ass with a thousand dollar note or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he's made his money from the, the internet, the social medias and the, the YouTubes and etc. And it remains to be seen whether we'll be getting Pokemon card money at some point. Who knows? I predict eight Pokemon cards each. <laughs> I don't even, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. You could present me with any Pokemon card and say, I mean, this is maybe what happened to him. This one's <laughs> worth $70 million. I'll have yep. it. You want to buy this one. This is the Splagolantula. That seems about right. I'll have two, please. One for the neck. So he's, this uh, fellow has had fights. Him and his brother have had fight. Like, I was going to say, not only embarrass the rest of the world, but come on. <laughs> What's to embarrass? They've been in MMA and boxing. They've done something. They've, they've uh, basically boxing. disgraced the name of boxing. Basking, boxing? Bosco. Bosco. <laughs> Delirious now. Um, weakness. Uh, I yeah, boxing's basically been ruined by the celebrity fighting, and now this is coming into wrestling. I think it looks like yeah. Miz and this Paul. Uh, it's Logan Paul. Uh, they won, and then the Miz said, "That's that's that. I'm taking you out, and <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some sort of fallout uh, from that." Let's move on again. Next, Stephanie McMahon. The Youngest McMahon. And most beautiful. Uh, it says absolutely nothing. It was... <laughs> so, apparently she was blown away by the majesty. I noticed... I noted that down. What does that mean? <laughs> I guess it's a, there's an element of just saying words and stuff. Because that... Because, obviously, in the text from you to, to go and watch this, it was stupendous. And I kind of brushed it off at the time going, oh, there's it. There's them being silly. And then within like the first 10 minutes, it was stupendously stupendous. This is stupendous, stupendous. Stu-. And I was like, I guess you, I don't know. They like, um, they like their bull****, don't they? <laughs> there we go. That sums up better than I ever could. So Steph was blown away by the majesty and then <laughs> introduced Gable Stevenson. Mm. There he is. Right. Next match, uh, the WWE Raw Women's Championship, which featured the champion... Becky Lynch from Ireland uh, versus Bianca Belair, who I presume is from the United States of America. It is quite an international feel so far, isn't it? This is this is pretty much the Olympics. This is, <laughs> this is the Olympics. Um, Becky was dropped off uh, at school in some sort of big uh, SUV uh, deal um, and had a... I, I don't know, did I... This wasn't mentioned at all, at least I... I I don't think it was. If it was, I, I missed it. Daryl Hannah and Blade Runner. Was that the look she was going for? I took more David Bowie vibes from it. Oh, okay. Is that we kind of all over the shop here? Could be. Uh, neither was mentioned. So I, think... I took beautiful woman vibes is what I took from it. Entrances take a long time. I know that. That's for sure. What was the... She had like a, a kind of band playing some sort of un, unacknowledged tune. What was it they were playing? I can only assume uh, the theme tune, her usual theme tune. Um, she seemed happy about it, though. She was skipping, she was skipping all the way to the ring. Very so. happy. Um, really happy about being there. And, uh, like, I mean, I've watched some boxing, MMA, and uh, I'm assuming they're trying to go for the same spirit here. But, <laughs> you know, I... Dispute I, I, that. Yeah, well, um, I, I wouldn't be smiling and laughing on the way to the ring it, to face my... It's in the know. combat sport genre-ish, yeah. is what you're saying. 
I, I mean, it's a, it's along the same lines of like if in a Bruce Lee fight, you just you come up against the final bad guy, and he just got the shit eating grin on his face, like yeah, ready to kung fu. You'd be a bit disturbed of the film just giving up <laughs> at that point. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know what to think. Didn't put her at a disadvantage because uh, Bianca Belair won. Well, apart from her taking your right boot to the face, I, I was laughing for hours. Oh yeah, that was quite the that was quite the stiff shot to the face. You were laughing for. <laughs> Laughing for hours. <laughs> wow. We'll move on to the next one, which was a surprise return um, for Dusty Rhodes's child, Cody Rhodes. Obviously, Dusty Rhodes no longer with us, but his child with the tattoos mm. um, is back. And this was, the crowd were quite excited about this. What was that on his neck? Oh, that was the, I believe, most regrettable tattoo. Is that, is it like, it's like an American flag Harley Davidson neck problem? I just, I thought it was a Transformers variant of some sort. Is it, It's oh. either the Decepticons or the Autobots, fan, was it? A fan of the Autobots. That the was Autobots. It, the American Autobots, yeah. uh, I believe, is his stable. Well, he certainly transformed this crowd into a receptive <laughs> crowd then. There we go, huh? He did. They were they were not quite unglued. I mean, the match went a long time there. Facing um, one of the most irritating men in the business. Uh, I haven't been watching for a long time, and I didn't realize he's now designed to put people off. Like, like somebody's annoying brother that, like, everyone has to stop and watch because they, they kind of half know how to play guitar, and it'll be like a family gathering, and then you just have to sit there and take it because if you, if you, if you really piped up and said something... You'd be the enemy, so it's kind of a difficult one. Sorry, is that too much? That's that's a lot. He was I I didn't I wasn't that irritated. I was irritated by the kept saying Seth freaking Rollins. Cody won, Mister Rhodes, uh, and that's him. <laughs> so that was going to be your scorecard. Cody won, viewer nil. Yeah. <laughs> WWE, however many million dollars fans uh, minus that amount, and then we moved on to a Hall of Fame. Recap, how about this? Uh, this is the, the WWE Hall of Fame. They induct their various uh, into this, I presume, I, fictional hall. My one regret was not watching this, This apparently this quite informal Undertaker stand-up routine. He was really... Oh, the, the TED really Talk. Loose. <laughs> yeah, he was really cutting loose. I was enjoying that. I uh, I did... I thought that was I thought that was interesting. And it, after all these years of pretend to be a... I mean, interestingly, The Undertaker... Uh, back in 1994, he was that the match he had with with Yokozuna was where I realised that those the wrestling wasn't all above board. Um, obviously, still a young boy at that what? time. <laughs> Are you telling me you didn't believe when he was ascended from the box to heaven? I yeah I um, loser. Uh, he questioned it, but now it was all for night because he's now revealed himself as Mark Calloway. Um, doesn't so he doesn't talk like that either. He talks like talks like he talked there in that clip. It was just quite startling. That's all. I was I wasn't ready for it. It was just another upsetting thing. Or, or maybe his voice in Suburban Commander. Maybe I thought that was going to be his actual voice. <laughs> You're a dead man, Ramsey. That's so, right. We watched it. We watched it. Oh, we, we're losers. <laughs> yeah, we go way back on on this. A um, film starring Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker about Hulk Hogan being a space sheriff or something. <laughs> he crash lands a on Earth. Space commando, I imagine. Yeah. So Add that, that to my list. Next match, it was for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championships. 
championship singular. Mm. Um, so if you're keeping track, I think we've had one. Uh, if you count the sword match, one, two, three, four championships so far. <laughs> um, that's a lot of world uh, championships. Uh, Charlotte Flair, who's the champion, that is the daughter of uh, Richard Flair, Rick Flair, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that is against Ronda Rousey, ex MMA fighter. Rowdy Ronda Rousey, so she's taken on the mantle of uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. That was that was um, sanctioned because she wears the kilt and his little jacket and his font and all sorts. Well, he's no longer with us, I do believe. I mean, um... <laughs> if uh, if Hulk Hogan died tomorrow, I'm sure there wouldn't be someone like storming out in like a yellow bandana with a, like, a blonde mustache and well, his you music. Know. You never know. Well, it wasn't his music, but I mean, like there was basically like the presentation being. I mean, I think there was. Was that yeah? That was something he kind of before he'd obviously passed away. Was like uh, I give you my blessing to be Rowdy Ronda, uh, and Charlotte Flair won against the the MMA fighter. The main event coming up, which was apparently a little chat, um, the <laughs> yeah. little chat between Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, uh, main takeaway from the build up to this is: did you see that they showed like a little video package of? Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the heyday, and I just it just it bore no resemblance like the the crowd reactions <laughs> and all the stuff that was going on to what we'd seen so far in the evening. It was just yeah. night and day. The only way I could kind of um, equate it to anything, you know, when you like, because I, I I've become fascinated recently with like where I stay, and there's like old nineteen ten pictures of where you where you stay now, and you're like, wow, the the streets are cleaner, the the way it looks is so magical, and there's like character <laughs> I never knew was there and you sort of tilt your head just slightly to the right to look out your window to see the sewer of <laughs> they greet you today I think that's how I felt about this was like man you didn't know you had it so good but uh looks like time oozes out all wounds <laughs> so you didn't really think about it like at the time because I was obviously watching it um at the time uh, as were millions of other people I mean they came they, there was some good reactions from them but like nothing compared to the the crowds they show i mean obviously it was a video package so you can cut in all the excitement but yeah. Yeah, they might have been better to not cut in such excitement because it was um they made me feel a little bit um a little bit sad and nostalgic but um anyway so steve austin comes out biggest reaction of the mm-hmm. night obviously even though a good portion of the younger uh, of the audience would You'd have to be older than nineteen, wouldn't you, to have last actually seen him ever the, wrestle? What I imagine the the main um, people who recognise Stone Cold Steve Austin. It just reminded me of that uh, episode of Pimp My Ride, where the young lady has her ride pimped by Exhibit, and she's sort of loudly sh- shouting in her grandmother's face, "It's Exhibit! He's a famous rapper!" <laughs> Isn't it? Like it felt as lame as that in the sense that like. I guess he's a big deal, but if you if you really go into why he's such a big deal, it's it must feel really gloomy. Um, he's a bald beard guy from the nineties who drank beer and you know, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, the tw- twenty. I guess you'd have to be like in your late twenties plus to um, fully appreciate why this was exciting, and it was exciting. I thought I'd be looked. Um, I mean, he's he's fifty seven years old. Which, he didn't which, look a day over thirty-eight. Which is interesting. It means he in like in the late nineties. He was like in his early thirties. That face. He, he's a bit Steve Martin in a in a kind of way. I guess he kind of once you start looking like somebody's poked holes in a rock, um, or an egg that's that's been burned in the sun. Yeah, he, he's had. He's kind of basically looked the the same ish uh, yeah. for this entire time. And he did. I mean, he's yeah, he's fifty-seven. He yeah. didn't look 
he, like he did back in there. But he, I, I still liked it, right? Mm-hmm. But those knees, though, that's that's some rough oh. business. Uh, yeah. yeah, the knee braces were a bit of a giveaway, which is actually... Didn't he, like, snap one of them at one point as well? Because yeah, like, a bit came off in the corner, but... and I was like, oh, is that it? Is that him? Like, if I tape these up to the absolute max, I can get through this. And there was, like, a moment of panic where even Kevin Owens would be, like, vamping, where he was, like, putting one of the knee braces back on, like, as if both of them were like, well, it's cancelled. The, the knee brace broke. <laughs> can you see like, what's happened here? Yeah, there was a genuine, like, that's the only time out, because there was a couple of moments I was like, oh, no, those, those Robert De Niro uh, de-aged kicks in the corner and then I was like oh but then I actually I think he must have warmed up or something because w- w- the more it went on he loosened up and it was it was like a flashback to 99 um yeah they, so yeah they, when he came out with the knee braces I was thinking this is gonna be a match here and that which all but then that made me think what are the economics of this they <laughs> were gonna have a stone cold Steve Austin match and they didn't advertise it as such they they advertised it as talking with the uh, another current wrestler yeah, like on paper, that's an odd, um, like I was saying, like the combat sport thing. Like, why would you weirdly storyline or not? Like in a film, instead of the action scene, it's just them all like filing their tax returns at the end or something. I don't understand what, like, especially for like fans like us coming back and you're like, oh my God, Stone Cold's going to be at WrestleMania. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. What's he doing? He's going to talk to a guy. <laughs> you're still going to question, like, this is obviously prices vary all over the world, but would you put down... You know, sixty dollars in America, or what was well, it? Well, they don't the... do pay per view anymore. They do, so they do. Yeah. This was obviously the WWE network that um, obviously we paid God, uh, multiple accounts. This is, just, this is to just, watch just night this. one as well. This is just night one as well. I've just realised. <laughs> just like oh, we're at the main event. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, right. So get, I can get a cup, another cup of tea before I finish. I've finished my work, and oh yeah, that's us done. I realised there's an entire other WrestleMania go. Um, but as you were saying, uh, he. He, the, the joints obviously got oiled up as he went. He warmed up, mm. and it was it was fantastic. This was this was worth. I the, almost uh, wept. It was like seeing an old cowboy come out to just finish off his opponent. Bam, 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 bam. One last time, and then drink about. I th- I there was count. a lot of advertising <laughs> his beer to the point I got upset. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. What was Corey Graves saying? Um, I didn't understand what he was talking about at first because he kept on saying. Um, Broken Skull American Lager. I was, I was thinking, what? what's, what's his new on? show? But it was, uh, it was Lager. He was talking about this. It's a, it's yeah, a variety of Stone Cold's own Lager. As we it's place. so weird over there. Like, oh, get a couple of lagers in. I don't, I don't think I've even heard Americans say Lager like that. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't know what he's talking about. Anyway, this was great. Um, this is what we came for, uh, oh, yeah. and that was it. Obviously, no more to be seen. <laughs> You have to finish on Stokel Steve Austin's last, well, hopefully last match, um, and move on with your life. But of course, we know that's not the case. Another four hours. Add that to the old, uh, the old watching. How about that? There was a slight because uh, I, I think I kind of watched the foot. Like I, even though I watched it like slightly delayed, I still did it one day after the other. And I remember just uh, the sense of dread. Oh, that's WrestleMania Saturday, and I was like, oh wow. Okay, I've got to come back. So it's like being, it would be like being at a party and you had a kind of okay time and someone telling you to come back for another party the next day. <laughs> like without a shower or something, it was what it felt like. Yeah, even if the party ends really well, um, <laughs> just like, all right, we'll do this again tomorrow. Uh, another four hours. I wasn't pleased, let's put it that way. Night two, WrestleMania Sunday, they call it. Um, Shining Sea again, a very well-accomplished person I've never heard of, apparently. So um, a lot of fast-forwarding at the beginning here. 
until we get to Triple H, another star from a different time, um, who, wow, did he milk that entrance? Good goodness. Mm. That was a that was the most amount of build up to th- like was it like a sentence? That's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Then he left his boots, so obviously he had some uh, business there. Obviously not to the Stone Cold Steve Austin level there, but um, mm. he wanted to have a big long entrance and leave some clothes in the ring. Another championship next. This is I'm gonna have to look it up. Sorry, the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. So you've already had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, um, and now you've got the Raw, which is their other show. Um, and no superstar. Do they still do superstars? Remember that one? No, surely not. It's not um, Velocity. Remember. <laughs> so anyway, this was a lot of uh, people, um, CGI snakes and birds. Um, and the, so like, do you remember the teams? Like, can anyone reel off the teams that we're talking about here? Because it was a lot of people. RK Bro. Yeah. Um, see, I, I, I actually really liked this match. It was a good energy to it. It was stupid, but I quite liked it. I forgot who the bloody hell was in it. Well, I thought the suspen- back to the suspension of disbelief uh, <laughs> meter, this was quite low on that. I thought it was so much flipping and flying about. And the crowd, the crowd loved it. Um, so uh, the participants were uh, RK Bro, uh, which is Randy Orton and Riddle, um, who had the CGI animals involved. Then you had she was a beautiful woman. <laughs> who was <laughs> Riddle? Was a beautiful woman. Absolutely gorgeous. They were against the Street Profits. Who? So that's oh, Profits. Um, F P R O F I T S. And they so, came out with the cups. So my assumption was that these were some sort of street ma- magicians, you know, making making profits from the cup, the ball in the cup ah, situation. Because I, yeah, because they're not religious. It was profits as in we are going to make some great profit from our victories. The grifting, the grifting ah. on the streets there. Yeah. Good, good, good. And the Alpha Academy, which was, oh, sorry, street profits were Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Ooh. And then you have Alpha Academy, uh, which is Chad Gable and Otis No Cerny. Same as Riddle. That was won by RK Bro, and they retained their Raw championships. Uh, Gable Stevenson, who was introduced in Amongst All the Majesty Talk, uh, came out and uh, suplexed yeah. um, Chad Gable. So Gable, Gable on Gable action. And what were they drinking in those cups? Oh, nothing. That was like in you know in the movies where you see a, somebody drinking a coffee and you go, ah, yeah, yeah there's no coffee in that. So cup. you didn't believe that was the finest of liquors post match. <laughs> Such a cynic. Well, I thought it was the ball in the cup cups at first. So I Do you, did you not get uh, that was a similar reaction I had? But whatever liquid it is, I did. I I would have refused live on air, like pouring it from different cups. I'd be like, oh god, this feels unclean. <laughs> so next up we have. Um, Omas, um, which apparently is pronounced Omas versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, no championship on the line here, but... Is this the fellow that was confused the entire time? This was the gigantic and very clumsy man um, match. Well, I tell you what is terrifying. Getting the back of your head smacked off a oh! ri- <laughs> the, the, the ring pole bit. So stupid. I was like, oh, I'd be furious if I was... Uh... The Bobby Lashley fellow, that was that was stupid. That was horrible. Well, he came 
good in the end. He beat uh, almost. I, I don't know about that. Did you see <laughs> everything he did after that? Was so like <sighs> I could not. I don't. I think he, he was seeing three guys at that point because that's a guy with a concussion trying to remember his, everything he was trying to remember at once and didn't do it very well. Next up is what everyone came to see. This was Sami Zayn versus mm. Johnny Knoxville. Wow. Um, what's to be said here? Mouse traps. Oh. Um, <laughs> now you try to get a rise out of me, right? Because I was actually, I actually almost made the decision to to not watch this match because it would have been nothing but negativity. And this is from someone who back in the day loved wrestling, and I I, I do I still like Jackass the films because of you know a good bit of fun, but um, <laughs> I hated every single second of this, and uh, the people were loving it, and it was just like. I couldn't help but cringe and go, the Emperor's naked. This, yeah, abysmal, I think, is the word. You had, well, so you had the rest of the Jackass crew, including uh, Wee Man, who, I mean, to be fair, a better wrestler than Omas was. Um, but the the giant hand, the giant mousetrap, um, which just <laughs> didn't Oh, work. the acting, that poor guy's <laughs> acting. Johnny Knoxville wins by mousetrap. And there you have it. There's There's that. Move on from that, shall we? Please. <laughs> the Fortal Fortal. <laughs> See Beautiful Fortal <laughs> For Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. So this one isn't split into SmackDown and Raw. There's only one women's tag team championship, and that is currently this is where I started to lose track. Was oh was in the possession of Carmella and Queen Zelina. Um, and I don't know how much you want to talk about this. It was confusing rules. It was this, fa- yeah, this fatal four-way. Explain the rules to me, somebody. Well, in this portal match, three of the women's teams must battle for mask titlement. No less confused. But Why was that beautiful woman covering up her face? Did you know? Oh, the um, the ma- who? Yeah, the mask was that. Carmella had a silvery mask. That intrigued me. I wanted to go and Google what actually happened, but it turns out I think it's. Uh, her face is so beautiful that she wants to cover it up. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't take in a lot of it. I, this is where my my mind started wandering, and I was thinking, that ring is... Here, here's where your mind started <laughs> <laughs> Minute one is when it started wandering for me. But I just, like, started thinking... I mean, it was, it was happening, I like, from this night. I thought this night was maybe, you might disagree, not as good as the first one. Um... But I was thinking, hey, that ring is huge. It's too big for... I mean, it was probably been all right size when you had, like, Earthquake versus Hulk Hogan. Um, but it's too big for a lot of the people that are wrestling now, especially the oh. people that were in this match. They, even when they're panning out, like, you can't... The camera can't get the whole ring in. Um, it just seems, yeah. And I that, suppose if you, if you had, like, a, a basketball court that was too big, you'd kind of get a bit put off by it. So it's whatever the parameters for what needs to be done... Um, to get technical, you see, uh, but I know what you mean. It's like if if a if a wide shot can't be established by the thing you're actually performing, and then um, perhaps it is a little bit on the big side. The other thing that I couldn't then stop noticing was the quick camera shots. Um, just so rapid that it was oh. like a second and a half. I vomited quite a few times. Anyway, those are my notes in that match, uh, which Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, won, walking away with the titles. Well deserved. Yeah, the the crowd seemed pleased anyway. Then we had 
AJ Styles uh, versus Edge. Um, and AJ Styles got something happened to him <laughs> before the match yeah, yeah. even started. He, he got mangled up on the way to the ring. I, I, I saw, I did, this is one of the things was I it fireworks or? No, no, no. Apparently he, the big star thing at the entrance was like quite low where you come around the corner and there's just a video of him absolutely knackering oh, his head okay. off it. I thought it was his gloves. That's how pathetic. I thought it was. Well, I thought he did a little gloves thing. And I like, thought it was the fireworks because the fireworks are quite insistent, be, aren't they? What a weird wound! Like, what, like fireworks blasting. <laughs> well, that's that's what made me think it couldn't possibly be that because wouldn't it be cauterized in some way? So I didn't. Why were they fighting? I didn't really understand. Yeah, there was like a there was like a pair of scales, and he wanted to face the AJ Styles with the beautiful hair in a match of anger because I think. Um, his hair doesn't look as good. Well, we know he's, he's, I mean, this is back when we used to watch, probably we we are aware that Edge used to fight for shampoo advert rights. Because you may know Kung Fu, but do you know Shampoo? Um, as Booker T famously said. he. Uh, so he's known to fight over hair before, so this must be a hair versus hair match again, I'm assuming. They could have made that clearer. I would have, I would have understood that at least. Um, so it was the beautiful shiny hair of AJ Styles infuriates oh. Edge. Well, it infuriates me. See how gorgeous that hair is. <laughs> and uh, Edge won for all of us who are jealous of AJ Styles' yeah. hair. Edge won because a man turned sideways <laughs> in front of a camera. What was that? I must have missed that. What happened? Yeah, so there was a shot of this uh, this big, long, elegant man, like, w- w- side on. Um, and then apparently the, the beautiful hair AJ Styles looked to the side. Because even he was probably confused. Like, what does that mean when you stand side on? oily chest in front of a, a camera and then I think Edge was like oh my my time is shine and he got him and then he pinned him and then uh, they both looked at each other and laughed like a like a Marx Brothers routine and then posed because um, apparently nothing needs explanation now we've gone from like oh, overly explained everything to now they're trying to be really really cryptic <laughs> I guess it must be something oh god uh- now I remember. I just blanked that out entirely. Yes, uh, it was distra- he was distracted and then, yeah. Next one was uh, Seamus and Ridge Holland with Butch. Um, and they they were against the New Day uh, of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. So mm. um, they showed this suplex to the New Day Oh, um, person Big E, who was not was he going to be in this match or something? Is that why they showed, or was that why they were? I couldn't work out why they were fighting. I know there was a buggy smashed up and stuff, um, but I think that yeah, was the real reason that the that landing. My goodness, I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, nobody should be throwing someone that big over the top of their heads on the outside of a a, a very badly padded ring. They were saying that he's making a speedy recovery. I really hope he's not coming back. Would you, like, for this, for this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He, he looked like he nearly died. It's like someone getting in an accident at, like, the start of panto rehearsals and really rushing back from hospital to finish off that last act. It's not it's worth uh, it. Just stay. Just do something. You might, he must have made enough money um, so far. Because they, they must be making a lot of money with yeah. this. The amount of people that are going to these things. So whatever, whatever he... Uh, yeah, don't come back to this. Don't kill you. <laughs> Nearly die for this. Because his neck will be his neck will be properly busted now, won't it? Yeah. So this, I, well, I want to talk about this uh, Butch character because are, mm. are, are they? In- I, I'm as a father myself. I was proud that they decided to s- display their little boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a weird hyperactive like child guy. But I think he he has been. He's he's been there, but he's he, he's someone who was there before. 
And he didn't have the name Butch. Well, I'll tell you what, who was there was a this is what I was gonna ask, right? Are they mm. recycling wrestler names now? Because there was a wrestler called Butch. Do you remember from the Bushwhackers? <gasps> Luke and Butch. Are Holy they just gonna monkey. start doing that now? So there's gonna there's gonna be another haku. Yeah. There's gonna be a, a berserker. If they start doing that, the endless but yeah, the, the warlord, the endless oh possibilities goodness. here. That um that I could get on board with. Maybe because that could that, that's almost like a kind of universe thing like we're all kind of in a loop that it'll eventually come round again time is cyclical you know i would look forward to the bushwhackers coming back but in this like new formation of um hyperactive little children uh shaped men again apart from that there's not much to talk about here um seamus and ridge one that was not for any Mm. uh, championship um the next they had the undertaker come out again all right he did that in the first night are they kidding themselves that there was anybody in that second night that wasn't already there in the first night and needed <laughs> to see The Undertaker because they missed it in the first one? Can I be honest, this might have been one of my fever dreams. I thought this was a replay. I thought it was a replay at first. That's what I can work out. Um, <laughs> but so I, he, did, he did actually come out twice? I believe he came out twice. No. Did it in almost the exact same way, you know, because I think the circumstances were slightly different. He, he blinked with his left eye instead of his right eye this yeah. time. Is that what you knew? Yeah, they, they, uh, now I'm going to have to double check it, but I was sure that he'd come out for a second time. That was my thought. The guy doesn't know what a replay is. <laughs> it it was not a replay, was it? I really hope it was a replay, just for <laughs> this moment of doubt. <laughs> my God, he's coming out again. Because <laughs> if he is coming out again, that's that's even more baffling. Like, I guess he's Texas man, isn't he? He's some sort of Texas man, so I guess much like Stone Cold, he's got to, he's got to dip out twice. Oh, spoiler alert for the main event. I'm sure he came out again. I, I'm not going to ask you to watch it again, but absolutely not. I'm almost certain he came out twice. Anyway, we can I can research that later, and you can someone will be right. Um, so yeah, before this, there was like a little bit for uh, some sort of gambling advert, and I was just thinking, can you gamble on this? Is there not? It's a bit of a grey area there of uh, legality. Couldn't like if you you know what's going to happen, you could tell your mate, couldn't you? By the way, <laughs> Edge is going to win. <laughs> Put the house on Vince McMahon to out-chicken his rotisserie opponent. <laughs> okay, so next is um, Pat McAfee, who was the excited commentator from uh, the mm. first night. He is against Austin Theory, um, not to be confused with Steve Austin Theory. Uh, they had So this was the fourth non-competitive wrestler of this evening, Pat McAfee. Uh, and then... Accompanying Austin Theory was uh, Vince McMahon, um, who, I mean, we don't want to engage in uh, ageism, um, but it has been said that getting a good night's sleep is like the one of the keys to having like a quite youthful look and, and kind of staying young. Um, and Vince McMahon notoriously uh, has less than four hours sleep, I believe, a night. So draw <laughs> your conclusions from that. I think you're going to say, Vince McMahon, he's been up since 1990. <laughs> he's yeah. notorious for not uh, getting a lot of sleep. But I anyway, think he, there he all was. the things you hear about him is like, oh, he only eats like just chicken breast or something, and he only has four hours sleep, and you're thinking, what's the, the really, really good-looking, she's like 60-odd now, is it Christina Brinkley? And you look at her, and she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume she's had hardly any surgery, and she's, she looks amazing. She's in her 60s. And I think she's like, oh, good night's sleep, healthy eating, all this stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, you can really see it. 
And then you see the opposite. I mean, he's not exactly like probably a gigantic alcoholic or probably doesn't have like a hundred So that's the thing. I think he does. He obviously works out and he obviously um, eats quite well. I would imagine if he's like a fitness fanatic. But But why does he look like a bag of sand? That's the thing. It's the sleep, isn't it? You've got to go get your sleep. I couldn't wait to get to bed (laughs) looking at him. I mean, he's, he's, he's a fair... He's 70... Trying again, not the ageism, but he's 76 years old, but not everybody... That's seventy six. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of like some eighty year olds. Isn't um? Isn't like Tom Jones eighty odd? Uh, even uh, even him in his in his in his very unusual look looks more human in his eighties than Vince McMahon does. Um, I think Vince McMahon could pass as a burnt pillow, or he could maybe pass as a crumpled jacket. He could maybe pass as old bacon. He could maybe pass as, um, I don't know, well-chewed chewing gum, spit into some brown paint. Um, he could maybe pass as a uh, car wreck. Uh, okay, so let, let's get your... Let's get stay your, away from ageism, yes. Get your sleep. Get your... As, yeah. Reach for get eight hours. Get your eight hours you might, and more. You might, um, you might come short of eight hours, but at least aim for it. Do not uh, go without. Do not go four hours or less. Um, it's not going to... I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee won, uh, mm. beats Austin Theory, the actual active competitive wrestler. Yeah. Um, the crowd loved it. Um, and then Vince got into the ring, <laughs> the seventy-six-year-old man. Um, and we're gonna have a Vince McMahon match again, unadvertised. Um, Vince McMahon match, no matter how, regardless of how short it was. I thought you might want to. To mention that, that was going to happen. This is, this, this is your fifth non-active wrestler uh, competing, technically yeah, speaking. This um, this is where the poison's going to come out, right? What's so, yeah? <laughs> yeah. My, my note here is, what's going on? Yeah, this is this is like whether you're a wrestling fan, whether you watch WrestleMania every year, whether you're kind of these rose-tinted people who kind of cheer people like Triple H and Vince McMahon by like, oh my God, they're just gods of the wrestling industry, ignoring any ill um, news of anything they've done throughout their life. But just as a kind of um, a storyline fan, I mean, I like, you know, I like books, I like films, I like television shows. Um, if I tuned into The Sopranos, right, and uh, I just started start to see Uncle Junior kicking the shit out of Tony Soprano really well and almost like overpowering him, I would stop watching that show immediately. Me personally, I loved it. <laughs> The way he looked. And that young whippersnapper got a little taste of his own medicine. Thinking he could beat the bus. I loved it. He certainly did. So um, Vince McMahon won by gingerly kicked football. (laughs) Um, Which was (laughs) another, uh, I think, probably a first. I believe that was the finish. Well, he was Um, fodder for the the glass smash. This is what, this is. More oh, excitement. Uh, Steve Austin comes oh, out. Who looked, sorry, I completely forgot the payoff. At least there was some so, This state of Steve Austin looked good in the first night. He looked like 1996 Steve Austin, but I don't know if that was in comparison to what we just seen. He looked fantastic. He comes in, uh, obviously takes care of business, and then um, gives Vince McMahon the greatest Stone Cold Stunner <laughs> of all time. I watched it about five times. I enjoyed it so much. I did laugh. I just thought, oh god! But like, I, because I, I was full of so much venom, it was more like a, oh yeah, okay. But um, I couldn't recover from the previous segment, so maybe I'm, I'm, a, I'm the wrong person to talk about here. 
so that's McMahon taken care of, but Matt, Pat McAfee comes in. Obviously, he gets uh, stunned. As if he hadn't gotten, unless he requested that. Like that's what I mean. Like I guess it's a badge of honor, I suppose. Yeah. But after you've just been kicked, beaten by a seventy-six-year-old, um, Muhammad Ali is he never coming back as a wrestler? Is that what's happening? What, Mister Pat McAfee? Mr. McAfee, I, I'm assuming so. Like maybe he had his little bucket list: get beat by Vince McMahon and get Stone Cold stunned while drinking a beer. And then, so I don't know if you caught this, right? Steve Austin almost slipped mm. on his way back. <laughs> and, and <laughs> He caught that little bit. Almost, right? That Then the recovery, and you could see him laughing at himself. And it was like, almost, I wonder if he was thinking that. That could have just been it. My last moment, a slip uh, undid all my, <laughs> just being remembered. Was it worth it? But I tell you, it was similar to the, 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 the lassie at the, the Brit Awards, who obviously fell off the stage and was able to keep singing. Fair play to him with like basically cracker bread knees. He slipped and was able to recover. So that's his greatest achievement. Well, <laughs> at fifty-seven. He, I think it was his career flash before his eyes, and he didn't slip. He didn't make a complete slip. It was a bit of a mm. a wobble, but um, thankfully for him, him and Ultimo Dragon are not going to be kept in the same <laughs> category as two people who slipped at WrestleMania. Or um, obviously not as bad as uh, we talked about him last year. Um, what's the fellow who went under the ring? <gasps> Titus O'Neil sliding directly under the ring. That so that's, was... you know what ended up being in that uh, category anyway. So thankfully he uh, saved it. And that was it. That was wonderful. More Steve Austin. That's why mm. it was after. Finally, what has been advertised as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Um, don't know if you agree with that. Mm. It's certainly no Undertaker versus Psycho Sid. The diarrhea match. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. For those who don't know, good old Sid had a little bit of a funny bottom. Caused the finishing move of Undertaker's to hold a man upside down <laughs> and deliver it. The tombstone pile driver. That's when they start to abandon the um, the Roman numerals briefly for a year and then um, brought it back. I guess 13 looks a bit weird in Roman numerals, but... Uh, so speak, speaking of Roman, um, <laughs> yeah, you have this is so this is the winner takes all for the WWE Championship plus mm. the WWE Universal Championship. So here's two more championships, but in the in the same match here, um, and they are going to put these smash these together. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I don't recall which one is which, but one has one, one has the other. And I'm that, just glad they've not got the two stupid titles anymore. That is what's going to happen. That, this is your main event. It's, it's all right. This is what you would expect from this the big ring, isn't it? Yeah, this, 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 was, this was actually a, finally for it's been a while. It's actually like a, a, a main event of a of a pay per view pay per view in a WrestleMania. I actually felt like like I'm saying, I kind of a little head above the parapet sort of moment of like, oh, maybe I'm a little wrestling fan again. It was like, oh, this is a this is a well built show, I guess. And then there's the main event, which is two big stars. Going at it, and there was no like shenanigans too much in here. And I, you know, watching a big, unusual looking fellow fight another uh, sleeker looking fellow, it's uh, what more can you ask for? This, there's, I mean, there's no, not really anything bad to say about it. It's just a kind of short, straightforward match. Bit of a come down after watching like, a, like an old, uh, an old sack get uh, still called Sunnard. Uh, stone, yeah, Stone Cold was the main thing from once that was done and dust. I mean, it was, yeah. It was fine, wasn't it? It was, it was decent. Uh, I think you could take those two things and make a one-hour show. We'd have had to spend less time because there was a lot of 
I mean, a lot of filler here. I'm, I was looking, I'm looking at the match times here. You, they range between the longest is 24 minutes, which was the Edge and AJ Styles match. Uh, the shortest is um, a minute 40, which is apparently the, the New Day and Sheamus match. Is that right? Eight. Eight hours? There's not eight hours of wrestling here. I'll tell you that. What was the rest of it? What did we waste our time on? <laughs> Um, that's why I was kind of questioning towards the end was, um, why is this two nights? I know it's to obviously blah, 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 make money and stuff, but it's like a bloody thin consomme being stretched out to two bowls of soup. I just don't, I don't understand why you would attempt it. Surely quantity isn't better than quality. So Roman Reigns won. I don't know if I mentioned that. I'm talking about the main event, uh, which yeah, mm. we're not dismissing it entirely, but the, he, he, he won both those uh, belts, I guess. So they confirmed that next year will be also two nights. Um, I don't know. I think Steve Austin coming back is what are you going to get better than that, really, to 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 lure us back next year. Uh, the only other thing that they probably could do is uh, is bring The Rock back again. I guess to do some sort of wonderful. That wouldn't be as um, good as um, Steve Austin though, because you've seen The Rock's hmm. come back before, hasn't he? He might. Austin hadn't been uh, back for he, twenty years, which is it quite might be the um, the tribal chief thing with the uh, Roman Reigns fellow. Just and this is what the only thing I thought at the end because like it was the same as you. I was like, oh, what, what can they do to follow Stone Cold coming back at retirement? What a wonderful moment, home home state, blah blah blah. And I, I of course, because I'm a loser, I googled The Rock and his tattoo. And I looked at Roman Reigns and his tattoo, and I'm thinking, they're going to do a match between those two just so they can do the graphic where they come together and the tattoos are on opposite shoulders. <gasps> two nights. Oh, that, <laughs> that might bring me back. The, the, the tattoo match. <laughs> just for that graphic where they're going to be splitting. In fact, I'm, I'll make a prediction right here for a poster for next year's WrestleMania will be Roman Reigns and The Rock. And they'll split them in half so that each person's tattoo is on the other shoulder. All right. Well, and this year, how are you summarizing uh, this year, Jerry? It was magical. It was a big high five, both to a man's body and <coughs> to the success. But I, I think we can come away with one thing, that age is just a number. Mm. And it doesn't matter how many times you slip in life, you can always come back. Oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, that's it then. WrestleMania 38. Thank you. Uh, for that, yes, um, I will not be watching thirty nine. No, thirty nine. That's it for you. I, that's a good place to end. Never watching wrestling again. You've seen Steve yeah. Austin come back. It's it's bags are packed. How it's often do you tickets. get a chance to say goodbye one last yeah. time? You know, yeah. Steve Let's Austin like, come back. Here's the yeah, sign. Like, <laughs> Let's be like no wrestler that's ever retired and actually walk away. Agreed. So we're, that's it. No, none of us are ever. What about you, Jerry? You've never, mm, never watched. We'll wrestling. be doing this again next year. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll certainly not leave it until next year. So yeah, let's let's speed it up a little bit. Wait, in fact, that'll be our promise to the. We may not put down any bets, but the promise to our listeners is going to be that we'll at least do a podcast every mm, weeks, every mm, mm, weeks, every mm, weeks, until next time on the Blast Romcast. From thanks mm. for listening. Indeed. Indeed.